Welcome to Life as a Freelance Writer, the content podcast, where I will show up weekly to share what I have learned as a writer, a freelancer, and a business owner. My purpose is to inform and educate, so I want to help you get the most out of yourself, whether you are a writer, an entrepreneur, or anything in between. Join me as I share top my top tips, my struggles, and my triumphs to hopefully inspire or just entertain. Remember, content is king, and that's why I love being the content queen. Hello, gang! How are we all? Oh my gosh, another week. Can you believe it? It's nearly the end of the financial year. It is just craziness. Um, I don't know if I actually said on the podcast last week. I don't even know. Yes, I did. I did. Turned one. Content queen turned one. It's so exciting. Oh my gosh. Weekly update. I have a wait list for my content bootcamp. Uh, so the link's in the show notes if you want to check that out. Um, and I've done a little bit more of niching. I think my podcast is going to change obviously because I am more of a content marketer and I help coaches and online businesses, uh, really thrive with their content, whether it's through my coaching or working, uh, with clients through retainer. Um, I recently just uh, put up a retainer page on my site because it just felt more aligned to me. And I talk a lot about niching with my clients, like a lot. Um, so it was time for me to niche. So this podcast is going to change in the future. I just need to do some work on it. Um, you know, the name and stuff like that, because yeah, I am still a writer. Uh, but my business is shifting more into the marketing space. Like I like to think my, I like to think of myself as the right hand gal for business owners, you know, when it comes to content marketing. So it's like a, you know, like the manager, marketing manager of like, say if we're talking corporate, that's what I want to be for business owners, whether that is, um, you know, writing for them and creating content for them or, you know, obviously doing the coaching side of things. So it is so exciting. I am just like on cloud nine right now. It's amazing. So today I want to talk about how to get a content structure and still go with the flow. So as entrepreneurs, like we're spontaneous, we like to go with the flow. We don't want, like, yes, I love routine. I love structure. I love things that are systematic. But like the thing I love about entrepreneurship is like, you know, if I want to make a shift in my business tomorrow, I can because it's my choice. And that's the power of being a business owner and working for yourself. It's your choice. I think we forget this a lot. So obviously we want content structure, but we also want to go with the flow. Like if something comes up, you want to talk about it, you know, and and we notice this a lot with everything that's happening in the world from the pandemic, um, you know, Black Lives Matter movement. Um, Well, for Australia, it was the bushfires. So like when something comes up, like what do you do? Because like you want to go with the flow with things, yeah? So I think this comes down to mindset for one and also just putting some things in place that helps you have a structure but then have some flexibility. So I definitely want to go through those today just to help you out. Get kind of – I did this in my – um my masterclass actually with uh, Jill Maholland, who was on our podcast. She was um, one of my coaching kind of clients on this masterclass and I took her through and she's very go with the flow. And that's what we love about Jill. Like she's very spontaneous. And she said to me, like, I just don't want to lock myself down. And when we went through it, she's like, oh my God, yeah, this makes so much sense. So even someone that is quite go with the flow and likes to be spontaneous can implement this content structure. And content strategy is important when it comes to business. And we want to have the strategies in place, but we also need to let it be as well. 
And I, I learned this actually in my mastermind, um, Amplify Mastermind with Ruby, um, talking about, yeah, having the strategy in place and then just letting it be and you know you've done the work. So firstly, uh, when it comes to content structure, you want to find a calendar that works for you. Now, there's so many content calendars out there, like so many, but you know what works for me is Google Calendar. And I have shown this to so many people. You can see it in the masterclass. Um, if you do want to download it, I'll pop it the link below. But like, it just makes sense to me. Like I've got these notes for this podcast in the Google Calendar under the podcast date that this is going out. It just seems easy to me. Trello are great ones. But just remember, tr- test and trial. It will probably change. Like you might start using Trello and then like, oh, it's a bit fiddly for me. So I'll try something else. Do what works for you. Always do what works for you, not what people say. Don't, you know, download all this fancy stuff, pay money. Try and articulate what's going to work for you before you start doing it because that way it just like you you haven't wasted a lot of time and money because like I love Trello uh, and I didn't actually really love it to begin with, to be honest. Um, And I'll talk about this a little bit later, but, you know, you always test and trial. Also, when it comes to having a content structure, have flexible posting days. I have these, you know, Saturdays, Sundays are generally like quite open to me. My Instagram stories is quite open. So like I'll have like certain things I want to post, but then the rest is just like free, you know, do what you want kind of thing. And then that gives you like go with the flow. So when you do want to talk about things, if you've got stuff already structured for your feed and you've got like an offer coming out and, you know, you don't want to shy away from that, you can use your Instagram story or you might use a different platform. Like I'll talk about that again a little bit. Um, But you have days where you don't really have anything planned. And then, you know, if you've got an offer or a launch coming up, you can, you know, slot them in there. But then, you know, it makes you feel like, okay, well, I've got, you know, I can make a decision on what I post. I don't have to post this all the time. Um, And I just find that really works for me. So now the question is to schedule or not to schedule? How about semi-schedule? So you could schedule, if you like, using Hootsuite, Planoly, um, Buffer, I think it's called, or Buffler, can't, can't remember the name. Um, I'll pop it below the links. So you could schedule or you could organically post through the actual Instagram or Facebook platform. You could schedule it using Facebook. Um, Facebook's kind of the only platform that allows you to schedule. But you you could do either. What about semi-scheduling? So what I do is I do all my content on a Monday. I posted this on my Instagram stories the other day. Um, And then what I did is I put them in my space app, which spaces them all out. And then I put the emojis in. Then I copy, I copy, uh, sorry, I highlight the caption usually and get it, my phone to read it back to me. I've spoken about this uh, in episode 31. Um, and I listen to it to make sure it all sounds right. Then what I do is I get the caption and I schedule on a Facebook because I find it's just a little easier. Facebook's not my main platform, so that's fine. LinkedIn obviously can't schedule. I don't. I post it organically to, to LinkedIn because I just I that's what I want to do. That's the decision that I made. And with Instagram, what you can do is you can pop it into one of your scheduling apps and get them to remind you to post. So they don't actually directly post for you, but they will send you a little reminder and then you click on it 
it'll open the, the app that you're using, copy the caption, copy the image, like save the image, and then open Instagram and then you can post from there. So it's like a semi-schedule. You're not fully scheduling, but you've got everything ready to go. So on the night of posting, you literally just have to take a couple of minutes to upload it. What I also do is I put it into the Instagram platform and save it as a draft. So then it's in there as a draft and then on the day, just bang, post. So much easier. It just, it, it's just so much easier for me. And so I just semi-schedule. Next question is to batch or not to batch. So I batch, but I batch the week of the content coming out. So if something changes, I can go with the flow and, and make those changes accordingly. I'm not, you know, I haven't created all this content and then, you know, scrapped it and started again. Like if I create a month's worth of content, yes, it'll save me time. But what happens if something comes up and you need to change it? And then you've created all of this content and that's stressful. And things change the way we articulate things change. You know, like even when I I do my, I batch on a Monday and I batch the content for the rest of the week, when I come to Friday, I might go like, I don't feel aligned to that anymore. So I might tweak it. It doesn't happen that often. But what if you did a whole month and then you didn't feel aligned to it at the end of the month? So batch the week of. So what I'll do is on a Monday, I think I've taken you through this, but on a Friday, I will record my podcast. It is now a Friday night. If I have time over the weekend, I might edit it. No biggie if I don't. On a Monday, I will edit the podcast. I will write the blog and I'll do my social media captions for the week, Monday through to Sunday. And then like if something changes, it's not a big deal. So just batch the week prior if you want to start batching. It does help you a lot. I know if you are quite like go with the flow, um, it just saves you time. It saves you so much more time. Now that leads me to the next thing. So if you do really like going with the flow, but you do want some form of structure, have a content structure for your plat- most of your platforms and then use some platforms just for fun. So what I mean by this is my YouTube channel and my TikTok is kind of just fun. I don't have any plan. I don't have any strategy for it. Um, it's because I've got a really aligned strategy on my other platforms. So that's fine. I don't feel like I need that. So my my YouTube is just like a vlog that I post weekly. Um, but I don't like necessarily like batch the content. And, you know, if I miss a week, it's no big deal. TikTok, I like post whenever I feel like it. I don't even have, like, I do want to have some form of structure on it. Because like I said, I like structure. But uh, if I see a, something on TikTok that I want to, create, I create it. So have some platforms for fun, which also could lead into having Instagram stories as just for your like free, whatever I want to post on it, no structure around it. Instagram stories to me, Instagram and Instagram stories are two different things, just like in terms of platform. And there's some, I've got some really cool things around stories that I do want to share on my Instagram. So follow me, I will be sharing them and they'll be in my highlights if you I've got some just like really cool ideas that I've just coined in the last couple of days and I've been testing and trialing them and they seem to be working. So use Instagram for free to like to free up like Instagram stories to just do whatever you want. And then you'll feel a lot like you won't feel as like stuck to some form of plan, you know, then that leads me into repurposing your content. So this gives you content structure. I had talked about this in my repurposing episode. I can't remember exactly what one it was, but to, you know, um, reiterate what I said on that podcast was have 
one core platform for your one key theme for the week. Use that content to repurpose throughout your week on your social media. Now, I don't do this every day. I don't talk about the topic every day. Most days I do, but the days that I leave for free, I you know talk about myself, what I do for fun, business values, all those kinds of things. So repurposing your content gives you so much structure and it allows for flow as well. Um, I highly recommend you listen to the repurposing podcast episode. It's one of the most popular and most popular blog post as well. So I really recommend you listen to that and and listen to me um, really break it down for you so you can start implementing that. Now, the next question I have for you is to have or not to have accountability. Now, if you're an obliger, and if you don't know what I mean by obliger, obviously you oblige. Or if you're a rebel, now, if you don't know what I mean by this, I've got a I've popped I have popped a quiz in the show notes. It's Gretchen Rubin's uh, Four Tendencies quiz. There's four types of people. There's obligers, there's rebels, there is questioners, and there, um, and there are upholders. Now, if you're an obliger, you meet inner accountability better than outer. Sorry, if you're an obliger, you meet outer accountability better than inner. If you're a questioner, you're more likely to meet inner accountability rather than outer. And if you do meet outer, you need like justification. Just a side note, I am a questioner. If you're a rebel, you don't meet inner or outer. You just kind of go with the flow. Or if you are a polder, you meet inner and outer. So based on the quiz, do the quiz because it really helps you like understand life. Trust me, it's the best thing I ever discovered. Um, with accountability, then you go, okay, do I need the accountability for my content? Now, how do you get accountability with your content? One, have the content calendar that reminds you when to post because that's accountability. If you're a rebel, um, your go with the flow plan might be you'll have less structured days, but you want to get some structure of content in there if you like. It's up to you. Um, but, of course, it just helps, you know, keep the stress off your mind um, and of creating content. And then, you know, you can have a lot more free days to post. If you're an obliger, accountability will help you so much. Um, in like, And even like accountability in terms of if you go on a story and say like, hey, guys, I'm going live on Wednesday, like da-da-da-da, then you've told your audience that you are going to do something. So you will do it. Um so yeah, to have accountability or to not, some of those include obviously a coach, content coach, I'm your gal if you need that. Um, if you want accountability with like a calendar that reminds you when to post, that's like a really good accountability. I find it works really well for me. Um, or if you need to tell your audience that you're going to post a certain piece of content, then of course you're going to deliver on that because you've promised it. So to kind of, um, you know, all of this, just really gives you an overview of a content strategy is needed. And why it's needed is because consistency is key and we know this. The more energy we put into things, the more consistent we are, the more we'll get out of them. A content strategy is so important to having your objectives for your business and using your content to meet those objectives. Now, it doesn't have to be return on investment straight away because we need to build a brand around your business. But what you want to do is start having 
laying out your objectives and creating your content based on your objectives. We know in the online world, we need social media. We need online content. We need websites. We need emails. Emails, if you want more like background on email marketing, listen to my podcast with Anna Rogan. I'll pop the link below. It's an incredible podcast. Like honestly, I loved interviewing Anna because she just had so much knowledge around email. But we know these pieces of content are the only ways we can connect to our global audience. How else are you going to connect with them? So start taking content a lot more seriously if you're not. And I'm sure you all are. That's why you're listening to this podcast. But we know consistency is key. So having that strategy in line with your goals is super important. Then also what you want to remember is if you're really not into massive structure, remember things change. It's fine. You're going to test, you're going to try, or you're going to see what works and what doesn't, but always make sure you look at what works and what doesn't because essentially um, the more you review and the more you measure, the more you'll know what's working, what's not. That doesn't just come down to the results of your content. That comes down to like what's working for you. I always reflect and ask myself, what is working for me right now? And if that's making me stressed, what is what can I do? So for example, um, on a Monday, I create all my content and I found I was doing a workout uh, in the afternoons um, on a Monday. And then I'd find after the workout, I'd have a little bit of time. Then I'd have an accountability call with my bestie, Alyssa, shout out. Then I would cook dinner and then I'd want to kind of have the night off because I've been trying to give myself the night off. I felt really stressed because I felt like by the time I finished doing content creating at say like four um, and I also had a call with my VA in that time as well and you know sometimes because Monday is my day off for my full-time job it can be a little bit of a lazy start but it depends. (laughs) Anyway not the point. I was just finding that wasn't working for me and I was getting stressed. So what I did is I like moved my workout um, so that I could get you know that content done and not feel stressed so I like moved it to earlier in the day so this has a point coming back to testing and trialing and seeing what works for you it's not just about the content you know stats it's about what actually gets you motivated and what you know if it if you're using google calendar and it's not working for you scrap it try something else I am gonna have to move my position right now because I have the worst pins and needles I've probably ever experienced in my life you know I heard this story about I don't know where I heard it and I don't know if it's true, but this lady had pins and needles so badly that she stood up and didn't realise that she had no circulation in her foot and broke her ankle. So that terrifies me. Anyway, back to content structure and going with the flow. As I was saying, like we need to review everything we do. If you're finding like, okay, you're dedicating um, Fridays to content create for the week prior, but you find on a Friday you get a bit like – preoccupied with the fact that it's nearly the weekend like I find I do that's why I have Fridays for admin because I know it's just like easy crazy stuff um then don't do that change your days like look what worked for you and what doesn't always test and trial because then if you are a go with the flow person or even if you're not and you're like yep I have to do it on this day then you just start to hate it yeah you just start to hate doing it so make sure you always like review and that just kind of like as I was saying before about Trello, like I don't use it for my content calendar, but I love Trello now and I used to not. So that's why it's always like if something doesn't work to begin with, leave it and maybe come back to it when you've got like more time to review. Like Trello to me was like super, 
I just couldn't get my head around it. And then I saw the benefits in how amazing it was. So always try again. Like if something doesn't work for you the first time, doesn't mean it's not going to work for you. Like if you're saying now, I've done a content structure, I've done a content calendar, it does not work for me. Try again. Try it with a different mindset around it. Mindset is so key. And like I'm learning this a lot um, is how important mindset is. And we always learn that. But if something doesn't work right now for you, see why. Always review, always check in, always reflect. So that is kind of like a really overview on how to have a content structure, but still go with the flow. So, you know, to sum it up, we've got find a calendar that works for you. Have flexible days for posting where, you know, you can just post what you want, what feels good. Semi-schedule, don't completely schedule if that doesn't feel good for you. Batch the week prior if you want to start batching, not like months ahead. Have platforms for just fun. So you can just have that like outlet that you just don't feel like you're just structured and set in stone all the time. Always repurpose your content. Have accountability if it works for you. Check your tendency. I would be interested to know. Jump onto Insta and um, tag me in your Insta stories telling me what your um, your four tendency is. I would love to know. Remember, consistency is always key. And also remember that things change. So be adaptive and be willing to change things up. Test and trials always reflect what doesn't work for you. But if things haven't worked for you in the past, doesn't mean they won't work for you again. So always go back, review why it didn't work, reflect on it and tweak and change so that things do start working for you. Content structure, even if you are a super go with the flow type person, it just allows you to be more consistent. And if you're struggling with consistency, I really recommend having some form of structure and strategy. Always have a strategy that aligns to your goals and your objectives of your business as well. Of course, if you have any questions around content structure and you think you might need me to help you, whether it's as a coach or as a um, as part of your team, as part of your your business, send me a message on Instagram at contentqueen underscore Mariah or check out my website. It's all there. I've started updating it a lot more. So, um, you know, websites are just a thing. You always got to update them. And I think we forget that. So that's kind of it. This is a shorter episode. Um, I just wanted to really like, I've, I've, I just find like a lot of entrepreneurs uh, really dread content structure. So I wanted to make it seem less daunting and just what, what works for you is so important because you want to love what you do. Yeah. Anyway, as I said, I've got a wait list for my content bootcamp, which will go into more detail about how to create a week's worth of content um, off one idea. So, of course, the blog post will be ready for this on Thursday, so you can check that out. I'll break it all down for you so you can see what will work for you in your business. But other than that, um, I hope you have the most amazing week and But before I go, be a content queen or king. And remember, developing your content develops your business. And I mean that. Thank you so much for joining me today. And please don't forget to share this with all your amazing freelancer, business or writing friends. You can do this by adding it to your Insta stories and tagging me at contentqueen underscore Mariah or by simply telling them about it. If you could rate and review on whatever platform you're listening to this on, I will love you forever. But it will go a long way ensuring everyone else gets to see... um, and listen to my message around content marketing. Follow me on Insta, connect with me on LinkedIn and 
let me know if there's any topic you want me to talk about on the show. I love when people message me about my podcast. It actually makes my week. So if you have anything you want me to talk about in the future, please hit me up. Let me know. I'm more than happy to create content on it. Other than that, I will talk to you next week. You'll see everything on the Instagram, on the LinkedIn. Come and see me. Learn more. I always um, provide extra value on those as well. Other than that, enjoy your week. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.